sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Hello, 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 and hello, my little sissies. Happy Pride! Happy Pride, everybody. I am so very excited. It is Pride Month, a beautiful month, a wonderful month, a month where it took a lot of pain and agony and riots and uh, Miss Marsha to get us where we're at. And yes, you should be celebrating Pride. You should be very prideful about who you are, what you love, and you should be very excited that you have the ability to indulge in being a sissy now. And you've got a lot more options out there. You don't have to just be the submissive little quiet sissy. You can actually be out there in the world being who you are. So I am still coming from you from my old office. If you listen to the last episode, you'll understand that I'm going to be in the midst of going back and forth and back and forth. Um, Kind of going from my big ass enclosed garage into a smaller environment where it will not sound so echoey and horribly and I'll have things looking a lot better when I get there so I am very excited just got to paint and move things but you know glitches and matrixes kind of slow things down so how is everybody doing I am doing wonderful feeling very good very happy I've got a couple of quick announcements I want to make, and one of those reasons is about why I am so happy. DivineSissyTraining.com. It is so far a success. Hell yes. Divine Sissy Training is my membership site. It is hosted by me. I take care of the whole site. You don't have to worry about OnlyFans or anything like that shutting down. This is my site. So when you join this membership site, you are joining it for my videos, my audios, my tasks, my blogs, which I will have guest bloggers on there. I've already got the wonderful Dr. Sue, who has put up an amazing multi-parter blog. And um, we'll just say it's to how do how do I describe this blog without giving it away? Um, the loss of what you thought was manliness. Best way to put it. So yes, I will have guest bloggers, but I also have a forum on there that you can join. And I was having some issues with that forum, but I have got a brand new forum up there, and it looks ten times better, which I'm very excited about. So my divinesissytraining.com is open. And you could either do a trial membership or you can do a one month, three month, I think six month and a one year or a one month, three month, one. I don't remember. <laughs> You'll see when you get there. I uh, do have some forums that are open to the public, but most of the fun forums and the ones I participate the most in are only for registered members. And since my DivineSissyTraining.com membership site is doing really well and I'm very happy with it. I am going to go ahead and close down my Patreon. That's almost counterproductive to have both. Also, Patreon does not like 18 and over, so I am not able to be seen in their search. Even if you 
type in the Sissy Whisperer on Patreon search. You cannot find me. You have to have the direct link. And they're also picky about what's getting posted. So it's just annoying and it's just shit I don't want to deal with. Which is why I have my own direct line that you could call me on. And I have my own membership site. I will decide what the fuck I decide to put up there. Nobody else will. So sissies, it's a safe space for you to join DivineSissyTraining.com. And you'll have a lot of fun. It's really picking up. I'm very proud. It's been open almost a month, maybe about three weeks. Did have a little bit of a downslide on posting because I had some personal issues that came across very, very quickly, but those are handled. It took a couple of weeks out of my life, but that is handled now. Thank God. So I'm very excited. So go to DivineSissyTraining.com, register, become a member, enjoy the forums, enjoy the videos, enjoy the tasks, enjoy the audios, enjoy the blogs, and enjoy being a sissy in a sissy, welcoming, safe space. So on this episode, it's going to be quite an interesting episode. I've been wanting to do this episode for a little while, but I have other episodes come up and kind of get in the way that I need to talk about first. Um, but this episode is called The Lonely Sissy. There's a lot to The Lonely Sissy. Being alone, being wanting to indulge, wanting to dress, wanting to share your experiences with everybody. And you just don't have anybody to share them with. It's very, very difficult. And I'm not just speaking about the sissy that maybe lives by themselves or anything like that. I'm talking about all types of sissies, even cross-dressers, ABDLs, the effeminized beta male. All of y'all do experience a loneliness, and this loneliness can get very, very trying. And these are things I want to talk on, and I want to hopefully help you out. Remember, side note, if you hear any clicking or panting or anything like that, those are my dogs. This is the other reason why I want to get into the other room for the office. That way it could be a lot quieter. But bless their hearts, they're old. They do their thing. So the lonely sissy. Let's talk about it. Now, I came up with the idea of doing a podcast like this because I've spoken to so many sissies over the years and even recently um, about sissies that really just want to share their experiences. They want to share what they do. And I started noticing an influx of being lonely whenever COVID started because I would get a lot of calls from sissies who really just needed to talk, just needed to express being a sissy or even just dress up to the full nines and be a sissy for a while and to be acknowledged as a sissy. And even though that was uh, there was an increase of that during COVID, now that COVID's a little bit more under control, It's still going on, but it's still going on with the almost confusion of should I go out? Should I not go out? Should I go to a glory hole? Should I go to a bookstore? Should I go to a munch? It's it's like, you know, kind of almost fighting with yourself because of COVID or because of we've been stuck inside for so long. 
you kind of get used to it. And also because you are afraid to know if it would be safe or not. Because we live in a very volatile world right now. You you have no clue what's happening out there. And if you're here in the States with me, it's terrifying. It truly is terrifying. And there's there's a lot out there. And it gets very, very lonely. So I want to talk about that. First off, I do want to talk about sissies with families. I think being a sissy when you have a family is probably the hardest out of all of it. Only because you love your family. And I have not met a sissy yet that has ever said, oh, I'm not sure if I'm in love with my wife or my partner, or I'm not sure if I love being married. All of my sissies love, love, love their partners. And in fact, I think it's a stronger love than those who aren't sissies, only because it's almost like whenever I hear a sissy say that they're married, and I do ask them every time a sissy tells me, that they're married, I ask them, are you happy? Are you in love? Do you love your wife? And they will sit there and say, oh my God, I love her very much. I love her so much. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, they are like almost apologetically saying, I'm sorry, I'm a sissy. I'm sorry this is happening. I love her. I love her. I love her, but I don't know what to do. And it's very difficult because whenever you're married, you want to share everything with your partner everything. And I've been married 25 years, so I know how it is. And I do share everything with my partner. But, you know, it took time to be able to get to that point. I'm very lucky. I have a very understanding husband. You know, he's not into he's not in the fetish life. And I respect that. And he respects that I am. And it's not something that we bring in. It's just understanding that we are both two different people. And that's something that I want to point out to sissies that are married with a family and feeling very alone in this is that you have to start understanding each other. Now, I'm not saying go to your wife or your partner and sit down and say, honey, I like to dress in a schoolgirl uniform and act like a bimbo and I want to have my throat fucked. I don't think that would be something to just step right into, but it doesn't hurt to start talking to your partner about small things. Anal play. You know, seeing if she wants to do a little anal play with you. Maybe she wouldn't mind you just even servicing her and only servicing her and you not getting anything out of it. You know, you could just use a vibrator on her. Um, you could tell her the small things and see how, gauge her reaction. Gauge and see how she feels about it. If you're feeling safe, then indulge a little more. If you're seeing her put up a wall really quickly, then you're going to know. I'm not saying 
that your wife or your partner is going to be completely open to this off the bat. But what I am saying is that you have got to give them a chance to decide if they're open to it or not. Because if you're sneaking behind their back, two things are going to come out of it. One, you're taking away their choice to decide if they want to be a part of it or not. And two, you're actually making it worse for you. Because you're going to go out there and say you go to a movie theater dressed up and you end up sucking a cock. Well, you've cheated on your partner, lied to your partner, you've exposed your partner, and you are going to want to do it more because you had to do it so quietly and so quickly that you want to indulge and enjoy it even more. So that does come down to it being actually detrimental to you. And you need to reevaluate that. Now, the other thing to look at as well when you have a partner and you want to discuss these things is find a kink-friendly therapist. There are plenty of kink-friendly therapists out there. And they're not going to try to cure you of being a sissy. But what they are going to do is talk to you and help you and even help your partner in this. They're a partner for a reason. They're a partner for a reason. So having a family, you know, living your life and all of that, don't be so afraid thinking that your partner is just going to automatically nix the whole thing on you. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Start very, very small and find a way to balance it. They may not have to know every single little thing right off the bat, but you need to start learning how to be honest, keeping it a secret. It does have its thrills. I won't lie but it also has its problems. Now, we've covered with families and all, but that gives you someone to talk to as a sissy. What about a sissy who lives alone? What about a sissy who has been a sissy for, you know, years and years and even has like, you know, their own little sissy room or when they come home from work, they strip off those stuffy man clothes and they like to throw on, you know, a satin slip and panties and stockings. And that's what they love to be around the house in. That's their comfort. So what about the sissy that lives alone? That can be a very lonely time as well. And usually for sissies who live alone, you have people like me that you could talk to. And... There are other sissy sites. There's Club Sissy, which I'm a part of Club Sissy as well. And Club Sissy is a lot of fun. They got a little chat room. They got forums, you know, all of that. They're a lot of fun. They're free to join. And you could talk to people online. You know, you've got the membership site like mine that you could join. It's, there's a lot of different things to look at when you're alone. I mean, are you alone because you've chosen to be alone? Are you alone because you've recently gone through a divorce? Are you alone because you're still trying to quarantine? 
But the thing is, is whenever you are indulging in being a sissy and you're alone, you don't get that thrill. That thrill comes from someone else acknowledging that you're being a good girl. They're acknowledging that you're dressed. They're acknowledging that you're doing very good with your makeup or your wig looks really nice or let's try this type of toy tonight or I want you to just suck me off and that's it. All the different things you could be missing. So if you live alone, don't become a hermit. Find a way to find sissy groups. Now, there are sissy groups out there. I know they're not easy to find. I do. But there is Fet Life. There is Club Sissy. There is my membership site. There are other places to go. You just have to look. And then you also have to make friends. You do. You have to make friends with those who want to be a part of you who want to share those experiences with you because if you are making friends and they have the same knowledge the same thoughts the same ideas the same thrills as you it doesn't matter if you live alone you got somebody to talk to someone to share with even if it's just talking about panties or stockings also, if you live alone, don't be afraid to go to FetLife and start your own little sissy group. That can be done. I mean, you can sit there and say, I live in bumfuck Nebraska, but I'm a sissy. Who else lives in bumfuck Nebraska and is a sissy? I can guarantee you're going to find one other person. It may take time, but you'll find somebody. And yes... Sissies are flaky. Sissies are very flaky. You could have a sissy being, oh my God, I'm a sissy. This is great. Yes, oh, I found another sissy. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes, let's go out and have coffee. Awesome, I'll meet you there. And then, boom, they don't do it. Don't get frustrated. Just keep the feelers out there. But I don't want my sissies who live alone to only indulge while being alone. Because if you do that, you don't have anybody to guide you or to help you or to encourage you. And you're not getting that full thrill. And you start reaching for more and more things that may not be so safe to do while you're alone. Just to get that thrill. Remember, being a sissy is all about doing more. The difference between a beta male and a sissy is the beta male just sits and waits to be acknowledged. The sissy does everything they possibly can to be acknowledged. So a sissy has to be acknowledged. So if you're living alone and you're not getting that acknowledgement, then you're going to start getting desperate. And you may get to the point to where you're so desperate you don't even think about it and you want to just go out to a glory hole and suck whatever you can suck without being careful. So keep that in mind. Try to find healthy ways. Try to find groups online that you could be a part of. Find your dom online or even in real time that you could be a part of and open yourself up 
to understanding that you will run into snags. You will probably be stood up. You will probably, you know, hit a wall somewhere. It'll happen because this is not something that's easy to just jump into and you've got, you know, 50,000 people all around you that want to do it. So the next thing I want to talk about is the sissy who wants to find the alpha dom or the daddy. They want to be married. Yes, I even have sissies that want to be married. I have sissies that want to find that one true strong dom that they can fully commit to and loves them and only wants to play with them or, you know, basically a happily ever after. And I'm going to be completely honest about this. Finding a dom who wants a sissy as a partner, who wants to marry a sissy, who wants to be dedicated to one sissy, is like finding a needle in a haystack. I do have sissies that have done it. Not going to say it's impossible. I have sissies who have done it and they are extremely happy. But it is like finding a needle in a haystack. It's already not easy to find a partner in a normal, nuclear, heterosexual relationship. You're adding kink on top of it. You're adding submission on top of it. So it's not going to be the easiest thing to do. But I don't want you so desperate that you'll just fall for anything. I'm going to repeat that. I don't want you so desperate that you will fall for just anything. And when I say that, I say that because I have a lot of sissies who say to me that they were on Grinder and they've been talking to daddy doms and I don't really like how he looks. I don't like how he's talking to me, but I want to go meet him. Or they've been talking to daddy doms and they fly across the country to meet him and they're not there. It's, you get into a desperation to where you just really want it. And it is so difficult to find that you grab a hold of the first that you find. And nine times out of ten, the first ones you find tends to not pan out one way or the other. So in a situation like that, you need to make sure that you are strong enough to understand that it's going to take going through a whole lot of frog kissing. I mean, you're going to be kissing so many damn frogs, you're not going to know what to do. And you may never find that perfect daddy dom. You may be in a situation to where you may not find that perfect daddy dom. But if you don't find that perfect daddy dom, you need to have a backup plan. You need to find a way to be so comfortable and happy with being a sissy and being yourself and being with yourself and finding those ways to express being a sissy while you're alone that if you never meet your alpha dom, it's not going to destroy you. It's not going to make you give up. 
it's just going to remind you that so far the best partner you have is yourself. Now, the last one I want to talk about are sissies who want to play with other sissies. And oh my God, it's so cool. I'm getting this now. I have, It's weird because it goes through ups and downs. I mean, like, uh, it's like one minute I have a ton of sissies who want to play with other sissies and they can't find other sissies. And the next minute I, I just don't hear anything about it. Sissies who want to play with other sissies. I think there are more of y'all than you like to admit, for one. That's my thought on it. I often wonder if sissies know they're allowed to play with other sissies. I mean, honestly, do you? Do you know if you're allowed to play with other sissies or not? It is okay. You can play with other sissies. And I'm not even talking about just other sissies. Um, a lot of my ABDLs love to play with other ABDLs. A lot of cross-dressers love to play with other cross-dressers. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that it is great when that happens. And in fact, I think it's adorable when it happens. But I think it's something that is not mentioned. Maybe it's not mentioned because sissification isn't exactly um, the type of kink that is practiced in a black and white way. You know, you've got some doms who want it, some doms who don't. It's very up and down how a sissy dom can be. Or, you know, especially online, you see tons of those doms that are there for like a month and then they disappear saying that they want to make you suck cock and wear panties and yada, yada, yada. I'm here to tell you it is perfectly okay for you to want to play with other sissies. In fact, I encourage it. I encourage sissies to play with other sissies. I encourage sissies to support other sissies. And as far as finding another sissy, probably easier to find than looking for an alpha, for an alpha dom. But again, you're going to have to get out there. You're going to have to start being on FetLife, you're going to have to start being on forums, on membership sites, on, you know, you're going to have to meet others. The downfall of sissies is that y'all build things up in your mind 10 times greater than what they'll ever be. And I'm always having to pull y'all down out of the clouds. And I can see why you do because, you know, porn and then your imagination just goes insane. But let's get realistic here. If you're going to meet other sissies to play with, are you really going to just pop into their house and everything's going to be all pink and frilly and pretty and both of y'all are going to sit there in your pretty little birthday dresses and your panties and rub each other's panties and all of that? No. You got to meet for coffee, meet for dinner, talk, chit-chat, see if you even mesh. It takes time. And the way to combat being the type of sissy that wants to play with other sissies is to start understanding that if you put yourself out there who you are, honestly, then you're going to start bringing people to you 
that are the exact same way. And that is going to be on places like FetLife, you know, putting out there who you are. Um, again, make your own little meetup group. And you have to be diligent. I mean, you have to be patient and diligent, honestly. Because it's not something that you're going to get a thousand members join at one time. And it's not something where you're going to meet that one or two person and fall in love with and everything's happily ever after. It takes patience. It takes time. It takes determination. I think every sissy has been lonely at one time or another. I think most sissies are dealing with their loneliness as we speak. And I think sissies are very confused with things that are happening. I think sissies are thinking that they have to be one way or the other. But I'm here to tell you that just because you're calling somebody online doesn't mean you have to automatically jump into sucking dick and being beat up and then you squirt, squirt, out go the lights, boom, you're done. Find the person that you can connect with and talk with them. Be honest. I love it when a sissy asks me all the time, can I be honest with you? My first reaction is like, no, lie to me. It makes me so happy. I want you to be honest with me. So out of all of this, you can say that the moral of this story is honesty, patience, determination. Take a time to find out exactly what it is that you want and then going out there and getting it. Finding a way to talk to your partner and tell them, this is what turns me on. Can you meet me halfway with it? Can you help me with it? Can we talk to a kink therapist about it? Be honest. I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to just sit there surrounded by pennies and stockings and, sit and hate yourself for what you do. Or hate yourself for what you enjoy. And loneliness does bring forth purging it does bring forth you know self-deprecation it, it does bring forth all of that so we combat this loneliness we'll combat the fact that you're ashamed of being a sissy and you can start going into being proud to be a sissy and proud of submitting and proud to submit and and proud of being humiliated because it's what you want there's so nothing wrong with wanting that. It's Pride Month. Be proud. So before I end, I do have a couple of questions by a sissy who is on Divine Sissy Training and has got the greatest fucking name out there. The best sissy name ever. I believe it was her sissy, her, um, sissy Dom that gave it to her. And if it was, and your sissy Dom is listening to this, kudos. I love this fucking name. Her name is Angelica de Hornet. 
Oh, let me, let me, let me grab my coffee and do that. Angelica Azihone. Yeah, I had to be totally stupid doing it, but God, I love that name. So the first question that she asks is, other than FetLife and here, which is meaning divine sissy training, what advice do you have for other sissies to find sissy friends in real life? And I've already covered some of this. You know, FetLife is a big one. If you haven't been on FetLife, go check it out. If you're on FetLife, but you're not active on FetLife, nothing's going to happen for you. FetLife is huge. I mean, you've got meetup groups on FetLife. You've got forums on FetLife. Every kind of fetish and kink that you can think of is on FetLife. Um, it's all there, and it's all separated out into states, even cities, all of that. So FetLife is a great place to look. However, FetLife is also saturated because it's so huge. Great place to start, but it is saturated because it is huge. And if you join FetLife, if you're not participating in the forums on FetLife, then you are just wasting your time. And if you're going around trying to friend everybody that looks like somebody you could be friends with and not introducing yourself, not showing that you're a real human being, then you're wasting your time. In the fetish community, it is very, very particular because there's so much trust in the fetish community. And so we give a lot of respect in the fetish community. And you have to keep that in mind because that even carries over onto websites. So if you go into FetLife, you need to be very respectful. You need to be very aware of consent. And consent does go all the way into don't just add somebody as your friend. Introduce yourself. Ask them if you could be friends. You have to have consent. So if you're going to use FetLife, you have to actually use it and be active on it. Um, other places, though, like I said, the other group, other place that I found that is fantastic is Club Sissy. I do love Club Sissy. I haven't been able to go in there as much here lately because of my own site, getting my own site off the ground. But I love Club Sissy. I mean, you got a little chat room. You could put up your own little profile. You could show off your pictures. I think they even have you have it where you could put up like a little gallery. It's great. It's great. So yeah, check out Club Sissy. Other things that you could do as well is find any fetish conventions that are near you. That's a big one. Fetish conventions are so much fun to go to. I do suggest trying to go with at least one other person so you don't feel too lonely because everybody is kind of partnered up at a fetish convention. Um, but if you do go by yourself, trust me, it will not take long for you to meet friends. Even if it's a tiny fetish convention or even if it's one that's like in the next town or, you know, whichever, try to find one and be a part of it. That's where you'll be able to meet people face to face, be able to talk to them, be able to share experiences with them and, you know, be able to realize that there are other human beings out there that like what you like. And that's where you make your friends at. And that's how you do it really with all fetishes, because you can't just, you know, go up to an Applebee's and order a margarita. And the next thing you know, you've got five friends 
especially five friends who are fetish. I mean, it, it, you have to move in the same circles that you want to have friends in. And so being active at the fetish conventions, yes. Um, another place you could try to go to is <clears throat> go to drag shows. Seriously, go to drag shows. You could dress up there. Dress up as how you want to dress and go into a drag show. You'll fit right the fuck in. Now, remember, these are performers. They're not there because they're looking for somebody to play with or anything. They're performers. But what you're also getting at drag shows is you're getting freedom to be yourself. Freedom to meet other people who are open, who accept gender bending. They accept things being different. So go to drag shows. If nothing else, you'll have fun. Just make sure you've got a wad of cash, a bunch of ones, tip your performers. You are tipping when you go to a drag show. If you want them to dance, you want them to come over to you, tip them. Even if they're just walking past you, tip them. Tip your goddamn performers. Don't let me find out y'all go to drag shows without tipping. I'll be losing my mind on y'all. The second question I've got from Miss Angelica de Hornet. Do you think I should sleep with my butt plug and my boy pussy? I have had it in for eight hours at the most. No. <laughs> Let me be a little more clear. I know it's fun. Plugs are fun. Plugs feel good. They're great. But, pun intended, they're not exactly the most idyllic thing to have in you for an extremely long time. And that's just common sense. I mean, if you want to do it every once in a while, you want to try to sleep in it, you know, that, and you know you can handle it, fine. But me, I'm... Why y'all think I'm a doctor? <laughs> I've my official stance on it is um, you got to read your own body. Don't do it often. I have um, had sissies that had to drive across state and made them wear a plug, and you know they would have to wear a plug the whole time. I think the longest I've had a sissy wear a plug was about four or five hours. Um, yeah, I mean, it could be fun. It is a lot of fun, but I mean, it's something that you have to be careful with. And if this, this is one of those situations too, where you're there by yourself and you just want to do it because it's a thrill and it's fun. Those are some of the things that I'm talking about being careful because if, you know, Angelica, I know you have a, a real time Dom, you know, if your real time Dom is telling you to wear for eight hours and she's going to be watching you or paying attention or whatever, that's perfectly fine. You know, she knows what she's doing. Um, but if you're by yourself and you don't have anybody there and you're doing it just because you want some thrill and all of that, be very, very, very careful because there are a lot of things to think about. I mean, you know, you have to have your plug sanitized. You do have to make sure that you have douched. You have to make sure that you are clean. I mean, last thing you want is, you know, a yeast infection of the arse. You don't want that. Trust me. Yeast infections are never fun. And I don't think you want to monostat that bitch back to normal. So just be careful. Be careful. Be careful with anything that you do, especially anything that you do alone. 
If you're alone and you want to try something new, God, please be careful. You know, if you put anything inside of you, anything inside of you, you better tie a rope on the other end so that you can pull it out. And you better make sure that it is set to go into you. Because you do not want to be one of those people that had the x-ray of the half baseball bat that got shoved up beside of you and you can't pull it out. I mean, the internet is forever and there's a lot of strange x-rays out there. Whew, y'all asking me some crazy questions. But anyway, that's it. That is your episode today. And I'm sorry, my YouTubers, that I am still not showing my face. Second, second time in a row, I'm not showing my face. Life happens. But I appreciate y'all listening. And remember, my Patreon is shutting down. If you want to support me and you want to be a part of my membership site, go to divinesissytraining.com and become a member there. You can talk to me live through ameliadivine.com. And remember, don't be a lonely sissy. Get your ass out there. Go make some friends. Toodles.